0: Lights, action, performance. It's time to showcase yourself with us. It's the Entertainment Biz Podcast. So is Sasha here today on the podcast, and uh, you are the casting producer behind that incredibly addictive program called come dine with me aren't you
1: yes so i actually started on this job around a month ago so i'm the newest casting producer um and i'm really really excited to get my teeth stuck into this new series series 18 of our solos version so that's Five dinner guests over five nights cooking, obviously, to win potentially £1, um, yeah, I'm a £1,000. Yeah, I'm very excited.
0: Well, I'm going to ask you, first of all, a little bit about you, how you got yourself that role as that casting producer, first of all. How did it come about?
1: So I actually have built myself up within Come with Me. So I started as a researcher and then I moved up to an assistant producer. And then I went away for a couple of years. But the team at Come with Me, the behind-the-scenes team, are absolutely lovely. And it's a really, really great show. If there's any kind of TV people listening to this and they want to get into TV, Come Diary Me is a great show to build up your skills. You learn how to do everything. And the team is lovely. So I've just built a real connection with um, the behind the scenes, the execs. And um, they asked me to come back and produce it. So I'm very, very happy. It's one of these shows that is always on. So it's a long-term job, as you know, in TV or being freelance you know, finding work can sometimes be quite difficult. So to have something which is, you know, more permanent than a, a three-month job is absolutely great, especially in these times.
2: I think it's fantastic to see you, um, people in your position from the researchers upwards. The amount of energy you have is phenomenal. You're just kind of upbeat, smiley, energising, as I've kind of been a contestant on various things in the past. And yeah, you know, I take my hat off to you all. You just have this... Never ending enthusiasm for everything, and like you say, with come dine with me, it's on every night on the television, isn't it? You know, you think or you scroll along, you go stop there, have a little look, watch him, him, her, and him. And you think, Oh, that's really interesting. And then you have couples come dine with me. Oh, my goodness, it's a whole different dynamic. And you, this, you're on it all the time. What, well, how do you feel sometimes when you have a down day? You know, when you're thinking, Oh, God, maybe have a hangover, maybe not, maybe <laughs> you just want to stay in bed. How do you cope with the, being? enthusiastic again
1: um i think what's great about like tv radio just chatting and being in a social environment you know i know in order to bring out the best of you beverly or roger you know i have to be enthusiastic um in order for you to be enthusiastic to me and that's what i tell all the casting teams like you're when you're interviewing auditioning you need to have energy because they're also going to mirror you know you and you know if i was upset and sad on set I can't imagine what the contributor would be. You know, not everyone gets to be on TV today. So you want to make sure that that day for them is as special as possible and that they have a good reflection of Come Down Me or any show that you've been on bevy it would be really sad if you came away and said you know what that show it was great to be on it but the team were horrible and you came away with like a bad taste in your mouth so yeah sometimes if you are hungover or you're feeling ill but actually it's the it's the team and the contestants and the people on the show who are able to kind of bring you back to life and you kind of realize what you're doing it for really most people on tv they, they enjoy their work which I think help to move through like the sickness or the illness or whatever you might be feeling that day.
0: I think you kind of answered the next question I'm going to ask really. Um, what sort of people do you actually look for?
1: Mm. So as I just said, energy is really important, especially for come dine with me. It's five days and I say days and nights because you'll need it for quite a lot of the day, even when you're not cooking. So you'll be needed for the menu reveal, which will take an hour, but you also need to travel there. You need to travel home and then you need to get changed. And then we need to take you to the location of the other dinner party and you need to get there for 4pm and then dinner parties can last till 12 and you're on camera for quite a lot of time. So we really need people who are able to kind of withstand their energy over the five nights and people who have enough chat to chat for five nights. There's enough bits of information about them that can be peeled, you know, rather than it being an overload on the first night. We need to see characters and individuals grow over the five nights for the people at home to, you know, invest into them um, as well. And I think we also need people who are confident to kind of sit around the dinner table with four people that they wouldn't normally be with and not feel completely intimidated because you might have someone who's 22 sitting with a 60 year old woman or man who has lived you know a very different life and you know moved through the world very differently to you and you need to be able to kind of hold yourself uh, and not feel not completely going in yourself you know which can often happen if you are slightly younger just because you know you're you're less experienced and you're just more nervous and all that type of stuff so we definitely take younger people. We just need them to be, um, know themselves a little bit more, I would
2: say. Uh, but I do think that um, the differences in personalities is huge. Like you said, people need to be able to manage it. And so the layers are unpeeled. So somebody you might hate on day one actually is really kind of a really nice person on day five or or different dynamics that go alongside that. One thing I was thinking about was five days, five five evenings of five dinners, and starters, and mains, and puddings, I mean, do people get full up, and can they say, I'm sorry, I can't eat that, not because I'm allergic to onions, or whatever, just because I'm full up, I mean, how much weight do these people put on (laughs) as they go along?
1: I think what we find is that people don't really eat in the day, after that that first night, they realise that they're going to be extremely full and gluttonous afterwards and they're like do you know what maybe i won't maybe i won't eat breakfast and lunch today maybe i'll just have breakfast and leave a gap um i don't think we've had anyone be like i just can't eat this because i'm too full without trying um
2: but i know after five days i might feel a bit um a bit heavier than i started uh, do do the um contestants pay for the meals or does the show pay for the meals
1: we give everyone a budget, so we give everyone money to um buy um their ingredients, and if they want to go above and beyond that, then that's absolutely fine, but we give enough money that we think that can cover a good three course meal um using i mean everyone's got stuff in their pantry, don't they as well, salt pepper or that sort of stuff um but yeah, if anyone wants to you know go above and beyond that buy you know uh Wagyu beef or whatever, then probably our budget won't. <laughs> won't be able to afford five (laughs) lovely YB imported from Japan but that is up to the contributor how far they want to go
2: okay that's really original yeah that's really original Uh, and just thinking about the local area obviously you're covering our local area at the moment mm. how far do people will people be expected to travel
1: so this series because of covid and the pandemic we're doing things slightly differently so in order for for us to kind of produce a show that is as covid safe as possible we are using an independent location um so an independent co- location that's big enough to have two metres social distance. So the, the dinner party you will probably feel slightly different, but still hold and maintain the come, die and meet fun, quirkiness that it always does. Um, so we, people will be travelling probably half an hour max to get to that location. So we're trying to find a localised or central house that's big enough and then round that half an hour. 45 minutes, depending. But, you know, for us, we like to keep it half an hour because it is quite, you know, we are travelling there every single day back and forth. That's another hour on top of the dinner party that you're getting there, as well as menu reveals. So we we don't want it to be too far for the contributors. What do you think the main
0: success of the show is?
1: What do I think the main success of the show is? I think it's just a very relatable show. I think we've all had a, a friend who we can who we look at the screen and feel, oh, I've got a friend just like that. Or, um, everyone thinks they're a great cook as well, don't they? And then you watch the show and you realize, oh, maybe not. <laughs> Most people can sometimes be a bit deluded under pressure. They feel like they can make this amazing phyllo pastry. Um, and I think people like to see that at home. We like to see English people. I think we like to see people sometimes fail and we like to see beautiful relationships evolve as well. Um, And I think also it helps the show is 30 minutes long. It doesn't require too much attention. Um, and I think in a world that we live right now, I think half an hour seeing a story evolve over five days is is quite um, quite nice. What do you think, Roger? Why do you think it's been such a success?
0: I think I think it's just the kind of like the real life of people. You find out bits and pieces where you're going. Oh, didn't know about that. Did you? And all that kind of stuff, or, and how they gossip in between and all this kind of stuff. I think it. My favorite bits, kind of, there are when. They're on their own when they're talking to the camera, when they go, Oh, I didn't hear it, you know, about and all that kind of stuff. I think those are the best bits of the show, not necessarily the cooking. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Although I'm obsessed with watching cookery shows for instance. I do like that element of it as well, but I think it's all the gossip that goes behind the the corners and all that kind of stuff to camera. And I suppose do they see the footage before it's aired at all?
1: No, and I think you're completely right, Roger. What people present at the dinner table and what they say behind the back, there is usually a slight contrast or, you know, you'll have the dinner guests laughing and clapping at the song that um, the host will sing. And then they might be saying something completely different um, in the bedroom. Into I also think it we're, we're so nosy, aren't we, as individuals? And actually to go into people's houses and see their kitchens or, you know, their living rooms, you know, ooh, it's quite nice to be able to have that element of like seeing someone's house as well. I think people quite like that at
0: home. Didn't know they didn't know they liked that. And, you know, (laughs) finds that kinky gear, if you know what I'm saying there.
1: You never know who someone is until you go into their home. And I think that's kind of the element of, of come dine with me. And I think you see that, you know, you know if if someone is their
0: fifth night you might not find out that
1: kind of crucial bit of information until it is their evening if you and you've entered their house and i think that always really works on our show as well
0: you must have so much material that you can't possibly show on the tv
1: yes <laughs> Cause yes we and we often debate or i often debate like wouldn't it be great if it was a 10pm show then you could mm. really have all the juicy stuff but it's a 5pm show so there's lots of stuff that we can't show due to the timing um so yeah, you're right, Roger.
0: <laughs> 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 Perhaps that's what you need to speak to the execs Channel Four for to do a late night version of Come Down. Maybe
1: we need a little special or something.
0: <laughs> I think you do. I, you, know, I, you know, I think you know. Because how many years has it been going for?
1: Oh, well, I don't want to say the exact figure because I don't know. But I definitely think more than fifteen years. It's been going more than fifteen years. But I don't know the exact. So I don't want to give you the wrong um, figure, and I get quoted, and then I get in trouble. <laughs>
0: That's fair enough. Maybe
2: you should have a revisit from the first people, you know, the first series, revisit, see what they're doing. Mm. And then maybe see if some of those people around the table are together now and you don't know and they've never said, and then you can go back and find out. That would be good, you know, in your first year as casting producer.
1: It would be. Yeah, maybe I will, Beverly. I'll I'll revisit our, um, our first contributors. I wonder how old some of the oldest ones would be now.
2: Yeah. Can they still cook? Do they remember how? Exactly.
1: would they ever cook that dish again have they improved it? they've all got to cook the same dishes but they have to improve on it
0: so anyone that's responded to our post on uh, our various social media sites for instance mm-hmm. um, what would you, how, do you, how do you go about it? what's the next stage for them
1: okay so the next stage they would have um, applied via a eTribes link which is essentially a short form application form and then our casting team will give them a call or endeavour to give all of them a call um, and the phone chat is really just finding out more information about them, really. So what they might cook on the, on the, at the party, um, what they like to get up to in their spare time, you know, what are their hobbies, what are their interests, how will their friends describe them. We're just trying to get a sense of who they are in the world, really. You know, what people they get on well with, what people, you know, they might ruffle their feathers You know, if they were to do entertainment, what might it be? And then if they're selected after that and then move on to the next stage, what we do is we do a recorded Zoom call. So that is essentially pretty much the same chat, but we're recording it. We'll then cut that down and then we pitch that to our commissioner at Channel 4 um, and they're the ones who kind of give the sign-off as to who makes the final five, really. So it can be quite, depending on where, we have six weeks to cast it. So depending on where you are in the process, you could be, called the fourth week and two weeks later you're on the show so tv is a quick turnaround really um so, yeah, it could be as quick as this, really, if you're great and we love you and want to move you forward through the process. It's exciting.
2: Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It's really, really good to that. And it's, it's a whole completely different world, isn't it, for new people to come along and do all those kinds of things, for sure. So how long does it take? So it takes what, what, on one night. Talk us through one night of filming.
1: OK, so one night of filming would see, let's say you on the show, Beverly. One night of filming would see you being picked up from your house at around 3.30 and taken to the location at 4. And then we would do our walk-in shots. Um, And I just want everyone to remember, things might change due to COVID this year. So um, this is how we would usually do it. Um, We would do your walk-in shots. And then around 5.30 is kind of, you know, the shot with everyone um, having their drinks. And then from 5.30 to 11, you're essentially having your dinners you'll be your starters and then after your starters would pull individuals out to go to the bedroom sounds a bit saucy there but to go to the bedroom and do and do the interviews and then you come back for your main and that would be kind of the repeat process and then in the old days you would you know you would go you go to the taxis and you would do your filming um things this series might change just due to covid but you know all of that stuff isn't ironed out yet but we'll get there.
2: Mm. and I always think that whole taxi bit is really quite interesting when they sit there with a seven or something I've had a really good night (laughs) are are they actually really drunk when they do some of them seem very drunk and very rosy cheeks and they're going to give them a seven because of this reason and it's all upside down and things like that so they are actually really drunk with that do you not think I better manage this
1: we do manage it as best as possible so we do have people we have location researchers and APs being like I don't know if you need that extra one or all right enough enough now but there's only so much um you know we can manage and, and and do but you know it might also be that sometimes that you know the people who are more drunk they're quite light um the, the nights go on quite a long time so you know if they're sitting and waiting while you know beverly's up um doing the your interview and um, with the producer and a bit of downtime so they might have a drink at they might have a little, little tip, or But usually we haven't had any instances where really like people are sick or like too hungover to like film the next day. So that's all good. We manage it enough that the show can go on.
0: So what are the top tips for people watching and thinking of being on the show then and, and thinking of applying for Come Down With Me?
1: Okay, so your, I would say top tips. So when you actually apply in your first stage of kind of writing information about you, um, make sure you fill out the application pro um process properly. So we have hundreds of applications and the likelihood of us calling you if you just put I'm fun or I'm energetic or I love to cook is small because we don't really have anything else to go on. But we're rather gonna speak to someone, you know, who's given us a plethora of information that we like, okay, they sound great. And they sound keen and interested because they've taken time to write to us. Um, we never want you to be anything that you're not, you know, so we don't want to hear like cliche statements you know, of I'm like Marmite, people love me or people hate me. You know, we hear all that stuff all the time. We just want to find out about you. We want to find out the intricacies of your personality and your life and your world which make you who you are. And if you're telling us you're opinionated, if you're telling us You know, you're spontaneous. And we want to hear about those stories which illustrate that you are opinionated and spontaneous, because really, we know nothing about you until you tell us. So if you can explain yourself and explain these times, which back up what you're saying, then um, you've got a really good chance of being on the show. We just want good talkers who are fun, who are confident and have conviction in what they're telling us about who they are.
0: So, do you do any res- do you do any research on these people once you've got a couple of people in mind? Do you do research on these people, kind of look into their past or whatever?
1: Uh, not not really. Like we we'll do, we do background checks more so for kind of you know other reasons. But we wouldn't check, you know, if Beverly says she's fun, I wouldn't go on Beverly's Facebook just to check that she's fun. <laughs> Is there enough photos of her smiling <laughs> to prove that she's fun? We we wouldn't do that. We, I mean, I think as casting researchers and APs, like we've been in the game long enough that we have a good sense of if someone is being themselves or telling us what, you know, they think that we want to hear.
0: What's the one thing that you look for most then?
1: Individuality. Like, I think the thing that I look for most is like, can I, can I, can I explain this person in a couple of lines that really gives sums them up, you know? Um, and if I can't do that, if I really, if I come off the end of the call and I really, I, I still don't know who they are, it might be my fault. I need to dig a little bit more, um, or it might be that I just can't place them on the show. I can't, I can't. I need to know that I can place that person on the show with four other with four other people. So individuality, and that doesn't have to be, you know, someone who like raises pigs or is like really wacky. It just means individuality in their personality and able to explain that to us. Does that does that make sense?
2: Yeah, it's about being real and it's about being passionate and it's about being sincere, isn't it? You just gotta be you and um like we how we started the interview, it's about being bigger and smiley, but getting your personality across. So whether you can or not, it's another dynamic.
1: Yeah, and we've had introverts on the show, and people who aren't like the typical TV person, and they are absolutely fantastic as well. As long as you are yourself, that's what makes the sh- that's what makes TV great. When you're seeing people in their natural environments that that feel authentic and aren't trying to be anything that they're not, and you'll see that in every TV show. The people that you feel you you know warm to the most are those that you relate to, or that you can feel the Sincerity,
0: as you said, Beverly. Well, it's been fantastic having you here. Hopefully, you'll get some good contestants from our region. Uh, we really appreciate you coming on our, our uh, little bit here for today. And uh, yeah, we wish you the very best of luck. And hopefully, we might be seeing our neighbours on this programme in the very near future. Sasha, thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. Hey, thanks for listening. We very much hope you've been entertained.
1: And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Entertainment UK. You'll find all our podcasts at buzzpodcast.co.uk.